longtime Valley sports writer and columnist. Kent Summers joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Kent, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are Kent. you? Good. And we have it's to, happening. We have to wish you a congratulations from the show and the station here. Uh, being honored as a distinguished Arizonan oh. by the Valley of the Sun chapter nice. of the National Football nice. Foundation. Does this, yeah. does this yeah, involve making a speech? Does this involve very, making a speech? Uh, very cool and unexpected honor. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you're very welcome. Do you have to make a speech at this thing? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Ken's actually very good at public like, speaking. I've seen him do it many times, so that won't be an issue. But you're very distinguished, Kent, and very, very well done. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's, uh, it's uh, like I said, it's very unexpected and a. And a nice thing. Very well done. All right, so uh, if you're Michael Bidwell, if you're the Cardinals, how concerned are you about the latest report card from the NFLPA? What do you think it means? Well, it, I, I'd be I'd be concerned. Um, you know, I do, I do think they took steps, and there was some improvement over last year, although there was nowhere to go but up from that. But, I, you know, I think if you're Michael Bidwell, that would concern you that you're getting another F, although you have pretty good company when – you know, Chiefs owner Clark Hunt is also getting it and yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and, and they've won back to back Super Bowls. But yeah, I think I think, you know, you 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 uh, learn from it and I would take it to heart thing and thinking, you know, we can make things better and, and we can do some stuff that doesn't cost us a, a ton of money to make it better for our players. And I, I think the concern is you know, as you enter free agency, if all if the money is equal, you know, is a player going to choose somewhere else based on you know based on these ratings and what what uh, current players think of the owner? Yeah, it's interesting too, Kent, because the scope of the grades that were given to ownership in this survey have to do with the owner's perceived willingness to spend more for for improvements uh, for facilities. And I asked Vic this question, um, and I don't know the answer to it. But I'd love to get your perspective as somebody who spent as much time as you did in the Cardinals facility, which opened up, if memory serves, late 80s, early 90s. Um, and we saw the jump that the Jacksonville Jaguars made in these NFLPA grades. They opened up a new facility. They went from an F to I, I don't know what their final grade was, but it was much improved. Do you think it's time that the, the Cardinals, Michael Bidwell, look at maybe a new updated and more competitive facility? They, they certainly have to look at it. I think they're looking at their their current facility and and, and making upgrades. I mean, they recently moved the business operations mm-hmm. to a, you know another building near that that place in South Tempe. Um, they've made upgrades to the weight room. I think you know last year Michael Bidwell. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he had to be a little bit puzzled, you know, because he's thinking, God, I just spent millions and upgrading this facility, you know, six or seven years ago, adding a cafeteria, adding, you know, a cafeteria staff, starting to serve meals instead of having things catered and redoing the locker room, et cetera. And, and maybe I didn't do uh, enough. And I, I think part of the problem is, you know, maybe they didn't get enough feedback from players, you know, before all this happened, yeah. that the Cardinals, you know, maybe didn't ask, incoming players from other teams saying, Hey, what, what's the rest of the league doing? What, what do other facilities look like? How can we be, you know, how can we keep uh, and continue being competitive at, at least in, in this way? And, you know, and that's, that's what I think would, would hurt is, is it as you enter free agency, you know, 
you know, is this another mark against the team? Are they going to have to overpay to get mm. guys to come to Arizona? Right. You know, partly because of this. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, um, so clearly, building through the draft is going to be the the primary function here. Where are you at on what the Cardinals should do it for if we get quarterback, quarterback, quarterback one, two, and three? It's a great, great question. I, I, I certainly think they've, they've got to listen to offers and, and be open to, hey, if, if somebody wants to come up and, and give me a lot for trading down just a few spots, then I would do that. I mean, I, I wouldn't move out of – I wouldn't be anxious to move out of the top ten if, if I were them. I mean, I think they have too many needs, and certainly they could use a difference maker at almost every position on, on that team, you know, from offensive line to receiver to anywhere on, on the defense. But I would certainly be open to it if you can start stacking draft picks uh, again. But I wouldn't move down too far. I, I think they, they have needs for great players and difference makers. And, you know, I'd, I'd hate to see them move down to, you know, past 15 uh, in this draft unless they just got an incredible haul of, of players. But, you know, also tempting just to stick there. If you really think Marvin Harrison is a generational receiver, you know, and a future Hall of Famer, you know, that's pretty difficult to pass on, too. Yeah, Ken Summers, longtime Valley sports writer, our guest here on uh, the Arizona Sports Line. Obviously, the, the Cardinals are in position through draft picks, 13 draft picks, seven of the top 105. They can improve the roster that way. They've got some cap space. There seems to be some speculation on maybe freeing up more cap space at this time of the year. Uh, and one of the names at the top of that list is a possibility, Kent, of course, is, is DJ Humphreys, the left tackle who spent his entire career here. He's currently injured. They got rid of uh, DJ Humphreys. They could uh, free up $9 million more approximately uh, of cap space. Do you think that would be a prudent move for the Cardinals if they go down that road? Well, you know, he's not going to be available until at least midseason. And, I, you know, if this is the case, you know, part of me feels bad for DJ Humphreys. I mean, it's it's awful timing and it's why, you know, in contract negotiations and when it comes time to get paid, I'm almost always on the player side versus the owner side, because especially in the NFL, because it's just a cold blooded business. The other side of me thinks, you know, DJ Humphreys is a, is still a young man. He could go to another team and eventually get a third big contract by the time he's in his early thirties. So, you know, part of me is like, okay, don't feel too sorry for, DJ Humphreys, you know, that the thing is, <clears throat> if, if they keep him, you know, then they're going to have to re-sign him and look ahead and, and yeah. answer the question, you know, is this guy really your, your left tackle beyond 2024? And the answer is, is probably not. I mean, they, they drafted Paris Johnson for a reason. They'll probably flip him over to the left side and go and find a, a right tackle, or maybe that right tackle is already there and in Kelvin Beecham, but yeah, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me at all. It's certainly a move they don't have to make. I mean, they're not up against the cap. Sure. Uh, they've got plenty of money to go and sign free agents, et cetera. But I think it's, it's probably, you just look at the, the start numbers. It's probably a move they'll make here pretty soon. I would think. All right. We know Kyler Murray checked a lot of boxes coming back from major knee surgery, looked pretty good in a, a limited portion of the schedule near the end of the year. Kurt Warner, among others, still not totally convinced he's capable of being that guy, that franchise quarterback who can win you a Super Bowl. If you were the GM of this team, how comfortable would you be in Kyler Murray? What do you think he has to do to be that guy? I'd, I'd be I'd be comfortable with, with Kyler Murray. I don't think I could sit here and say, hey, this this guy can can you know win us a Super Bowl. I think I would still want to see him, um, you know, 
uh, a full season under Jonathan Gannon and Drew Petzing, you know, in, in this offense, in this system, and put a full season of work behind him. But, yeah, I, I think there was enough improvement last year in the eight games he played, especially, you know, from, you know, mid-December on the last three or four games. I, I, I saw – I think we saw what he could do in this offense. And I, I just like the whole – the whole vibe between Kyler Murray and and the franchise, you know, we saw a buy-in from from Kyler Murray. We saw a buy-in from Jonathan Gannon and his staff. You know, they they put all of the acrimony of the previous year behind them, and both sides moved on. And you know, you'd hate to just see that go away. You know, um, in, in you know in in half a season, I would like to see him play you know, a full season in this offense. That's what I would want to see if I'm Monty Awesome for it mm-hmm. and, and Jonathan Gannon. But I, yeah, I, I, I do. I, I, I like what Kyler Murray's done. I like that he's, you know, in Arizona almost full time now that his teammates see him in and around the facility instead of, you know, at home training in Dallas for most of the off season as he did uh, early in his career. Yeah. Cat, great stuff. Thanks so much for joining Congrats, us today. Bro. And again, congratulations on the honor from the NFF.